Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. The median home price in San Diego is now $725,000, up 23% this year. Real estate reporter Phil Molnar has more right after the news. The Delta variant of the coronavirus is beginning to spread in California. The variant may be twice as transmissible as the conventional strain, but the vaccines available in the United States are believed to be effective against it. California has one of the highest vaccination rates in the nation, but tens of millions of unvaccinated Californians are still potentially vulnerable. The U.S. Coast Guard is investigating reports of two oily sheens off the coast of Point Loma and San Clemente Island, but it has yet to release details about the pollution source. A whale watching captain called the agency Saturday to report an oily sheen stretching for roughly 50 miles. The Coast Guard confirmed over the weekend a 100 gallon spill of what was likely diesel fuel near Point Loma. They said it did not require cleanup. San Diego's proposal to allow businesses to eliminate their parking spots passed a key test last week when a city council committee voted three to one to support the change. The vote makes it likely the proposal will get support from at least five members of the nine-member council next month. Supporters say it makes sense to let businesses decide how many parking spots they need. Critics say San Diego's mass transit system is inadequate and the proposal will worsen parking availability. San Diego County's median home price rose to a record $725,000 in May, representing a 23% increase in one year. The median home price has not risen so fast in the region since summer 2013, when the market was recovering from the Great Recession. Phil Molnar is the real estate reporter at the UT. So Phil, I wanted to start by asking you, the median price is up to $725,000. What can you even get in San Diego for that price? Okay, so if we're just doing the median of 725000 that's more in the condo territory, resale condo territory, and probably homes in some areas that are considered less desirable. Not to say I have any uh, issue with them, but sort of in East County, the prices might be a little bit more um, fair in those lines. And then also, um, there's some neighborhoods of uh, San Diego in Canto, Logan Heights, where you still might be able to pull off getting a resale single family home for even a little under that if you're lucky. But in general, the median price includes newly built condo single family. But if you if you want to get a single family home, that median is eight hundred and twenty five thousand. So <laughs> depends on what type of housing you're looking for. Well, you've written about how normal it is now to pay a lot over asking price. Can you share some of the stories you've heard? Yeah, definitely. So I talked to a real estate agent last week that was telling me basically that she had a couple, they had been working since October just to buy a condo. So condos aren't as competitive as single family homes. So they were trying to get a condo. So they already started out kind of ahead of the game. So they had made 11 offers and they were all rejected. And finally, they got a Chula Vista condo this past week that was actually, they put in 35000 over asking price. So that's pretty good. But we, we've heard stories throughout San Diego of homes going for 50000 to 100000 more over asking price. 
So part of the reason prices are on the rise is because inventory is low. Is that expected to improve? I mean, you would think that, hey, if you owned a house, now is probably a good time to, to sell it. Yeah, exactly. So actually inventory for uh, around the month of May was 3,790 homes for sale, which is extremely low for even our history here. The lowest it's been for that month, like around, say, uh, you know, in the past couple of years. So last year there was around 6,239. So almost around half. We're at about half where we were at the, even the start of the pandemic last year. So that's pretty low. Um, what I have been noticing lately is there's, there is more homes going on the market, but the problem is that they're selling so rapidly that when you look at the total inventory for that month, um, it actually is, it's really confusing because it still shows that inventory number being so low. So if you consider it's like the homes are selling so fast, they're not even making the official count. Wow. Yeah, I mean, what? so what are the reasons that I guess, I guess that's one reason inventory is low. What are some other reasons? But you know, what are reasons in general that home prices are on the rise? So one of the biggest things is there is very low mortgage rates at the moment around the 3% range. So that makes the idea of buying a home almost like it's, oh, it's free money, I can get it. I would just like to point out that the median price has gone up 22, 22, 23% in a year. So whatever you're putting down for a down payment is extremely higher. So that's one of the reasons. Another one is, you know, a lot of uh, millennials are now coming of the age where they could buy a house or not that they could, but that they would like to because they've got that family formation going on right now. And millennials are the largest part of our entire workforce. So it kind of makes sense that they would want to do that. Uh, there was a lot of thinking earlier, especially earlier in the century, but even in the last couple of years, that millennials, younger folks, they just wanted to live in apartments downtown and wanted to only spend their money on experiences. That was a very popular talking point for a long time. But what we have actually found over especially in the last five years, is millennials are actually no different than a previous generation. They're mainly, their desire is for a single family home. And they actually have, even some studies show that they even have more of a desire to own a home than even Gen X. So it's, um, there's a huge desire in there. And if I could say one last thing, um, a lot of the people that were able to work from home during this whole pandemic, the stay at home workers, they've seen their fortunes really increase. They've been able to get stimulus checks. They've gotten all sorts of benefits from COVID and they got to keep their job the whole time. And we actually know from data uh, through the Atlanta Federal Reserve that wages are up for those stay-at-home workers. They didn't take pay cuts in the majority. So um, their financial you know, feeling sentiment is probably a little bit better. So those are three really key reasons. So we keep hearing this isn't a bubble, this isn't a bubble. And I understand when you compare it to sort of the predatory lending of the last bubble or <laughs> yeah, the last bubble we saw, I, I get that, but it's like, at what point does this, is this a bubble? It, you know, it's just like the growth is so rapid. It's so insane. So, so, so what is this, if not a bubble? Oh man, I am trying so hard to get an economist, a housing expert, anybody to say it's a bubble and still no one will say it's a bubble. <laughs> Uh, and it's very frustrating because I just want that headline to come out. But um, 
they say, you know, regulatory things are very tight. If you actually look at wages compared to home prices with the low mortgage rates, in a lot of cases, your monthly rate is somewhat bearable. Um, it's not like you took on a home that you wouldn't be able to pay the monthly rate because a lot of times what people are actually paying for is their monthly rate. That's what's going on in their mind, not actually the main price. Uh, what I will say is, you know, I always have that constant question like, who is buying these houses? And I talk to a lot of real estate agents and it's not a scientific study, it's mainly anecdotal. But what I keep hearing is that a lot of these buyers are younger millennial couples, maybe haven't even started a family yet. And what they're getting is a down payment help from their parents. So we know that uh, baby boomers uh, came of age at a time for really explosive personal growth and high wages based on maybe very limited education. And right now, a lot of baby boomers have been able to tap into that. Should I stop because my cat's meowing? No, you should keep going. Hi, Duncan. <laughs> okay. So basically, um, you know, a lot of baby boomers have been able to tap into retirement savings. It just so happens that they're at about the age that they can do that, that 65 range around that part, 60s. And they're able to help out their, their kids that didn't have the same financial opportunities um, now. So are we in a bubble? Everyone says no, but one interesting thing is to consider is a lot of times it's not their actually money that's coming up with the down payment in some cases. So you kind of wonder about how that's going to go long term, you know, um, if they're able to make the monthly payments with that down payment, that's great. But um, this isn't, it isn't similar to your parents' generation where, you know, they were able to put that down payment down themselves and make the payments every month. This is, this is a little different and we're seeing that more and more. I'm glad the blame is shared, you know, between millennials and boomers. Uh, well, final question. I know that prices are expected to slow later this year, but are they expected to fall at any point? No, there's no prediction on earth that I've seen that says prices will fall in any way. The only thing is price declines. So, and actually in San Diego, um, for predictions, as far as home prices going up, CoreLogic, where we use a lot of the data, uh, for all of our reports says that San Diego will actually have the highest price increases in the nation over the next, oh, throughout 2021. So not, not only will you not expect to see prices decline in San Diego, allegedly, uh, but um, we should even have one of the slowest slowdowns in the, in the nation. What I will go back to like, just to kind of hedge my bets in case something catastrophic happens, so prices were up about 23% in one year as of May. And the interesting part about that is the last time prices were up that high was about right before the housing crash during the housing boom days when our prices were up about 26% in a year. And you can actually go back and find stories where every ex most experts were saying, yeah, there's no way that this market is ever going to slow down. So you just need to get in now. And then within almost that 26% that rise in a year in San Diego in like 2004, summer 2004, within four years, there was a 30% crash. So there is precedent for crashes, although most people will argue we're not in a bubble and there's so many factors going on that I just talked about that point to it not being a bubble. So don't give your hopes up if you're looking to buy a home. 
can find this story and more news online at SanDiegoUnionTribune.com. I'm Christy Totten, host of the San Diego News Fix. Thanks for listening. <laughs>